The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 183 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs dropped another one to the Milwaukee Bucks by a score of 132 to 119. That improves the Bucks' record to 20-7 and overall in the season and drops the Spurs to four wins, 22 losses on the season. There was no Victor Webb and Yama in this one. He had a sore right ankle, so he didn't play. So that was out. But uh, Spurs got off to a little bit of a slow start and uh, just wasn't enough to come back and get the Milwaukee Bucks, who are a really quality team. Drew, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I thought we played pretty well for no Webb and Yama, and the Bucks were favored by 16 and a half. We ended up covering that. And I, I thought we played pretty aggressive in this one. We weren't scared. We, we drove the ball a lot. We shot a lot of free throws in this one. Very proud of our um, team effort. Just lost a tough one to a great team with Giannis and Damian Lillard. Um, we'll definitely improve from that. And um, we shot 47% from the field and 30% from the three-point line. So, good game. What are your thoughts? Well, I thought the superstar stood out for the Bucks. I mean, Damian Lillard had 40 points, which was amazing for him. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo had a triple-double, which uncharacteristically for him, he scored 11 points. And it was just too much for the Spurs yeah, to handle. Yeah, season high assists for him. Yeah, 16 assists, so they picked us apart pretty good. And then Bobby Portis off the bench did a phenomenal job for the Bucks. For the Spurs, they had a lot of good performances. I mean, it was just against a much more veteran and mature team. Uh, they got the early lead on us, and we just couldn't recover. But overall, some Spurs did had good games, just came up a little short. We're going to listen to some words from Greg Popovich after this one. And then we'll get on to our top two, bottom two. What do you got? Um, Kelvin matched season highs for points and rebounds and took a pound in doing it. Can you just talk about his effort? Uh, you know, I think other than the start of the game where we looked uh, like, you know, a deer in the headlights, uh, where we weren't aggressive at all, and uh, they – came at us with such a barrage offensively, making shots that I think we got down. But after that, I thought we played a pretty good game. Uh, so, uh, you know, Keldon obviously got aggressive, but everybody got aggressive uh, to start. So other than that, you know, first quarter, I thought uh, there was a lot of good things to look at. No word yet on Victor for, for Chicago? No. Same. All right, so he, he was asked, no word on Victor Webinyama after that, and he's like, same status, uh, just a sore right ankle. I know Popovich mentioned they don't expect it to go any longer but uh, or to be a, a long-term injury, but that's the status on Vic. Now it's time to get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two in this one? Yeah, so Pop talked about him. Number one of my top two lists is Keldon Johnson, a fantastic game from him, uh, tied for a season high with 28 points. Had 12 rebounds, 12 rebounds, 
and he was great shooting about 9 of 13 from the field and 10 of 12 from the free throw line. Great job at using his fakes and getting to the line a lot in this one. So a great game from Johnson. He's number one on my top two. Number two on my top two list is Trey Jones. I like the game he had in only 24 minutes. He definitely shined, had 14 points, five assists, shooting seven of 11 from the field in 24 minutes of play. He's number two on my top two list. All right, well, I went with Keldon also as number one. I uh, really liked his energy in this one, as I always do with Keldon, but his shooting percentage was really strong. He had uh, 28 points in the 12 boards, which was awesome for him. My number two was uh, Zach Collins. He had 22 points and uh, eight rebounds, but his shooting from the three-point land, I really liked. He was uh, four of seven from three, and I just thought Zach had a really strong game. He also had two blocked shots and a steal, so contributed offensively, defensively, and I just like his hard-nosed uh, passion that Collins plays with. All right, let's get to our bottom two, Drew. Yeah, so kind of tough for me to come with the bottom two. But number one on my bottom two list was Dom Barlow. Um, just he, he got to the rim a couple times, just didn't finish well. He had two points, but 0 of 2 from the field is um, why he's number one on my bottom two list. Number two on my bottom two list is Sandro Mamo Kelesvili. Um Three points two turnovers, and um, I liked what he shooting five shots, one of five from the field, but he's number two on my bottom two. All right, well, I had uh, Sandro Mamu Kelesvili as my number one on my bottom two. Um, just, I expected a lot more out of him this year, to be honest, and this game was just another example of maybe he's not the player that we thought he was last year, so... Um, but he was number one. And my number two is another player I expected more of this year, uh, Doug McDermott. Another 0 for 9, another goose egg on the board. He had zero points, didn't hit a shot, and, you know, he's paid to hit shots. So seeing Doug, he was zero, uh, just didn't do it for me. All right, now it's time for the question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions at 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Kevin in St. Louis, Missouri. Kevin's question is, what position do you think is the Spurs' most pressing concern? What is our need for us to become a better ball club? And uh, I'm going to turn that one over to Drew, and then I'll kind of follow up after that. Um, so what's our, what do we need most in this team? Um, I think that we definitely need to get better in the third quarter. That's one of the things. But he's asking for a specific position. Specific position. Yes. So... I'll say I'll start it. Maybe Drew can follow up. But I think we definitely need a point guard. Oh, Malachi Branham starting at point guard, and he's not a true point guard. And I know Trey Jones is our, is our backup point guard, which is probably what he's more slated to. I know we tried the Jeremy Sohan experiment at guard. That didn't work. Um, so it's kind of one of those deals that we're just in need of somebody that can be a significant playmaker for us. So for me, guard is the most – pressing need for the Spurs to become a better ball club, whether by free agency or the draft or whatever. We need a guy that can really make it happen. Drew, do you? Yeah, I definitely agree because Sohan hasn't been bad at the point guard position, but he's much better at the small forward position, much better. He had 33 points playing a small forward position. So, yes, I 100% agree with you. I think that the position that we would need is a point guard. All right. Thanks for your question, Kevin. And remember, guys, you can always text us, 512-540-1626, to get your questions answered. Now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you have? Yeah, so we're going to head back to December 19th, 2013, 
where the San Antonio Spurs faced the young, young Golden State Warriors. Ended up winning this game 104-102. to Leading scorer in this game, surprisingly, was Marco Bellinelli, who had 28 points, shooting 10 of 16 from the field and 4 of 8 from the three-point line. Great game for Marco Bellinelli. Our second-leading scorer was Kawhi Leonard, who had 21 points, 10 rebounds. Patty Mills had himself 20 points, 5 rebounds. He was great. And Danny Green had 11 points, 3 rebounds. The Spurs record improved to 21-5, and and the Warriors record improved to 14-13. and This was one of the young Warriors years, but you know what happened after. They got some rings, but yeah. that is this day in Spurs history. All right, thanks for that one. I like watching... Whenever the Spurs were playing somebody before they made it, you know, big time. I, Steph Curry was probably early on in his career yeah, at that point. Yeah, 15 assists in this game. Oh, wow. Well, that's pretty impressive, too. Um, so that's this day. Now it's time to preview the upcoming game. It's the Spurs going to Chicago to play the Bulls. Spurs coming in this one with a 4-22 record, as we mentioned earlier. And the Bulls are sitting at 12-17 uh, and 17 overall. Drew, what do you think about the Bulls? What can you tell us about them, and uh, what do you think this game's going to go like? Yeah, so the Bulls um, definitely aren't having the best year. Um, there's talks of their players being traded, but they do have a pretty good um, roster, I'd say, bucket-wise. DeMarco Rosen can get you a bucket a lot. Um, he's averaging a little bit over 22 points per game. Zach Levine's averaging 21 points. Kobe White having a great year so far with 17 points per game and four rebounds. And, you know, they got Butchovic, um, Alex Caruso, Andre Drummond. I think this team is good, and I think we have a chance to get a win over this ball club, though. All right, and uh, is is DeMar DeRozan still with them? I don't think you mentioned him, former Spur. Is he still is he still with the Bulls? I know you mentioned a host of other guys. Yeah, DeMar. Okay. Well, I mentioned him first. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay, my bad. First. All right, yeah, so DeMar, who was one of my favorites in the years when the, when the dynasty started crumbling, but uh, – Love, love DeMar, and uh, I think the Bulls, that does look like a winnable game to me. Um, I know the Vegas line has the Bulls as 6.5 point favorites. I think it's going to be a competitive ball game. I think that line is going to be pretty close to what the, the score is going to be. I actually have us losing to the Bulls by four. I think it's going to be a real tight ball game. And my player to go off, I'm going to go with Malachi Branham in this one. He's been kind of starting to put it together in my eyes. And so hopefully Malachi goes off and maybe hopefully I'm wrong and the Spurs can flip the script and get a dub. Drew, what about you? Yeah, so for me, my player to go off is going to be Devin Vassell. Um, I think he'll have a good shooting night in this one. He's my player to go off. And my prediction for this game, I'm going to take the Bulls to win by 11 points. Um, I think it'll be close till the third quarter and – and then we'll bounce back in the fourth quarter, but it's not enough, so I'll take the Bulls to win this one by 11. All right, well, we'll be back here on the Spur of the Moment podcast to recap that game and preview our next one, and hopefully we're celebrating a Spurs win. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Drew, would you take us home? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and as always, go Spurs, go!